Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at MintMobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Anatomy of a Scream Pod Squad Network. And welcome back to The Alter Tapes, a weekly podcast dedicated to exploring different alter shorts. I am one of your many co-hosts, uh, Joe Livesit, and I am joined by Daxa Bobbin. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> For that I'm... marvelous introduction. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. So you have selected the armoire for us to discuss today. And I'm curious, uh, like, what is this short about and why did you pick it? Okay, well, based on the description that you have sent me, because, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, I famously don't write them, right? <laughs> right. Yes, that is part of your MO. <laughs> um, you said Emma, played by Hannah Barlow, who we've determined is probably from Australia based on her accent, mm-hmm. is a fresh off the bus aspiring Hollywood actress, and she's thrilled to discover a charming abandoned armoire while furnishing her new apartment. That is way too big for a jobless person to have. Um, yes. I, I added that in. Uh, that is until ominous tapping coming from the furniture begins to haunt her apartment 
by the time she discovers that the armoire is behind these bizarre experiences, it's already too late. Dun, dun, dun! Yeah, so it's a little scurry. A little bit, yeah. I, I mean, I never really know what to expect when I go into these altar shorts because they tend to range, like, the... They could be seven minutes. They could be 13 minutes like this one. They could be 20 to 25 minutes. So part of it is I always gauge my expectations on the runtime. So this was firmly in the middle of what I expected. And as a result, I was like, okay, so how much story do I think we're going to get? Like, how many actors do I think we're going to get? And always like, oh, is it going to be scary? And this one definitely got me a couple times. Yeah, I so I had only ever seen one alter short. Um, it was The Other Side of the Box. Okay. That one sounds super familiar, but I don't know if I've seen it. Someone else covered it for this series. I'm so sorry. I forget who it was. But yeah, that and that one was pretty scary. But other than that, I hadn't seen any altar shorts, so I I really didn't know what to expect. But I I honestly chose this um, based off the description and the one image, like the um, thumbnail image of... Mm -hmm the creeper thing on top of the armoire oh no that got spoiled really yeah it did but it's okay because it it was it was still pretty creepy even being spoiled like that interesting yeah i went into this stone cold i didn't even read the description i just had the link i clicked on it and was like okay what's this about and yeah it's deceptively simple but i actually think that works in the short's favor because even though it is about 13 minutes you're getting just enough of a taster to get invested in emma's kind of journey and then it's like scare 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 done okay for sure i think that's something i really like about short films like uh, i know before we started recording um you were saying that you just sort of like fell in love with short films like recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over about the last year, I started to regularly do it on horror queers and it's really made me appreciate that it's a different kind of filmmaking that has its own rhythm and flow. For sure. Yeah. And I, and I think I've, I got into short films. I don't know. I I mean, a while ago, like probably when I started actually like watching things on YouTube, Mm -hmm. like not just like tutorials and stuff. Right. (laughs) I'm laughing because uh, the first time someone like I was at Disney World and these like uh, teenage girls started like talking to me and asking me like stuff about the 90s. They were like, Mm -hmm. oh, have you ever heard of Kurt Cobain? Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. And one of their questions, this is like, I think 2018, one of their questions was like, do you watch YouTube? And I was like, like, what do you mean? Like, Mm -hmm. uh, so that makes me laugh um, because I didn't realize people watch it like TV. (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah. But uh, anyway, so something I really like about short films is like, it just gets in there and like you get your scare and then like, you're good like you know Mm -hmm. what i mean i i like those one minute short films that are just like okay here's a scare bye yeah yeah there's an economy to it right like you can't afford to dilly dally around things you kind of have to figure out what am i doing is it a scare is it a joke is it a twist is it uh you know i i know a lot of people who make short films do consider them kind of uh 
What's the word I'm looking for? Jesus. They're looking as they're looking to use them as a launch pad to either get a feature film or they would like to expand them into a feature film. So this is like a calling card. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. It's basically, here's what I can do. Give me a shout if you want to throw some coin my way and I'll turn this into something bigger. But Mm -hmm. I do like the idea that some of these are also just standalones. As you said, you know, one minute in and out, here's your scare. Go. Exactly. And I think it's like, a really good short film is such a testament to like good filmmaking because mm. of that economy. Like you were saying, like, you know, you have this budget limitation and you have this story limitation. You like, maybe you can only afford like one actor. How are you going to utilize that person? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, and it, to me, like if it's a really good short film, I, I mean, I'm like amazed probably more than like a feature film sometimes. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, it it feels like the bar for success is both higher and lower. Like, you're risking less because you probably haven't put as much money into it, but also you're probably more likely to be a independent filmmaker who has scrounged and scraped, and, like, you're finally getting the opportunity to execute your creative vision. But, like, you know, shorts aren't made for $100 a lot of the time. It's still often like thousands of dollars. People are like selling their cars and stuff to make these. So I always appreciate, yeah, when you can do something with very little and still really make it work. For sure. And just like use your creativity, like your some some innovation here and there. Like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah, impressive to me. So would you say that that applies to the armoire and Evan Cooper, who uh, I was telling you offline, this is the only directorial credit that Mr. Cooper has. And that actually made me really sad. Me too. And I'm like very surprised by that because I do think what we were just saying applies to this. Like, mm-hmm. I, I thought it was like a really, a really good short film. And I'm, I can't believe he hasn't like made anything else that we can find anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, maybe he's made other things and they just haven't turned up on Letterboxd. That's where I was looking. But it's, it would be very sad and disappointing to think that he hasn't made anything in the last five years, because this is from 2017. Right. Evan Cooper, if you can hear me, (laughs) make something else, because you're good at scaring us, so absolutely yeah and and i think as we were queuing there is a certain economy here like this is mostly set in one location it's in an apartment that's in los angeles but you know it honestly could be set nearly anywhere uh there's a couple of actors and it's mostly just following emma as she scrimps and scrounges around looking for new furniture to populate her apartment and she inadvertently picks up the wrong piece of haunted accoutrement and as a result it spoiler alert kills her i so i don't know if you had this thought mm-hmm. when you were watching it was before anything scary even happened it was when she was just like sitting in her new apartment and like mm-hmm. um she had no belongings and she's like begging her mom for more money and stuff yeah i'm like living in la seems very traumatic <laughs> Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know if I. I mean I, I do eventually want to move out to the West Coast, like LA. But um, <laughs> to be like um, somebody who, like you know what I mean? Like I don't want to do that. I don't want to like get trash furniture. 
<laughs> well, as someone who has collected trash furniture for student housing, I can definitely relate. But the idea of, yeah, moving to follow your dream, like, because that's always the thing, right? I mean, right. as soon as we see her signing the lease for this new apartment and you see it says occupation actress, I was just like, no, sweetie, no. <laughs> <laughs> because that's that's horrific in its own right. Like the number of people who go to Hollywood to try to find their dreams and just end up crushed. I was like, oh, well, this sure could go in a number of different directions. But the fact that she put in actress just makes me think it's going to be sad. <laughs> yeah, no, I definitely felt the same. And that that's my like non actor privilege mm-hmm. right there. Where oh, I'm sure. like, I do not want this haunted armor. I and I don't need it now. No. Maybe at a point in my life. <laughs> but if I saw that armor like all taped up like that, I'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh, at the very least, wouldn't you be like, Oh, maybe there's like a like a rabid raccoon in there? Okay, so I, I was definitely like, hmm, if I came across something and it was taped like that, would I be suspicious? And I mean, I think whenever you see somebody else's quote unquote trash on the street, you have to think, okay, is this going to be what I need? Or am, like, am I better than this? Because <laughs> I, I definitely live with somebody who collected mattresses from other people's garbage no because he didn't want to buy a bed and we were all like sir this is how like this is how you get bed bugs this is how you get skin rashes and so on so when i was watching the short i was like well at least it's not a mattress it's an armoire (laughs) yeah i i did think like oh it good not a like chair like a fabric Mm -hmm. chair but uh yeah no i can't i can't even no that's that's a gamble i didn't like that story no Mm-mm. <laughs> he got so lucky that he never ended up catching anything but it was one of those things where yeah i mean like we learned so much about emma from that conversation with her mom which she has as you said in an empty apartment it's her with her phone and her computer and just completely devoid of any furniture and then you see her carrying a not bad fashionable lamp as well as a single chair down the street that she has clearly been rummaging and then she finds this giant armoire you're thinking okay from her perspective i could see why she would gravitate to that because that is a like that's probably a sweet score it is really pretty and you know what now that i think about it maybe i am dumb enough to do that because (laughs) i i have a very haunted looking armoire that i got yeah, someone was just like, can you take this? And I didn't even question it. I was like, sure. Oh, no. and, and it was, it's huge. It's in my living room right now. Mm. Um, and I always call it my my haunted armoire. So maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'm definitely questioning whether or not you're in a position to critique Emma and her choices right now. (laughs) Yeah, I I don't think I am. I have to take it. I can't even believe I forgot to talk about my haunted armoire. Like, Dax, this is the very literal best place that you could be talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to get you a picture of it. It, Honest, it really does look haunted. And when I saw it the first time, I was like, perfect. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All my stuff in my living room, I mean, it's not like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's not exactly how I picture it in my mind, but like, it's all like kind of gothic-y like oh. like i have like wingback chairs and like um you know mirrors with like 
what would I don't even know. Like, you know, just imagine a gothic mirror. That's probably what it looks like. Okay. You know, that sounds very fashionable. Thank you. I try, but (laughs) so that's where it is. So I'm like, oh, that looks perfect here. But like, actually, like I am very lucky that the like Bathsheba wasn't in it or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or you didn't like open the doors and a head just rolls out or something. (laughs) I would deserve it. I would deserve (laughs) that to happen to me. You just pick the head up and put it back in like, there you go. Sorry, this is your place. I shouldn't have disturbed you. Exactly. Like, let me go find your, like, green ribbon that you wear around your neck. Oh my god, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so let's talk about how the short actually opens. Because I love the fact that in a 13-minute short, we get a cold open of a gentleman pulling crap out of the back of his trunk and then he finally gets to this armoire but as he's about to unload it we see that he's got black marks on his hand and then we start to realize they're also on his face and i loved the confidence in like yep we're showing you that he's getting rid of this thing which is very obviously cursed but like we're telling a story but we're also not giving you any information you're just gonna have to keep an eye out i love that about any movie any 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 length of film i like that don't tell me anything Mm-hmm. yeah like, show it to it me i will figure it out exactly no i agree i liked that i don't like skin stuff though so i was like where is this going mm. yeah <laughs> i mean i love a good body horror so i was kind of hoping that it would turn into something i if i could make a request of the short like if it was going to be a little bit longer i would love to see her get the spots and then have to kind of deal with the fact that they were spreading or mutating because unfortunately what happens is we see them and then she gets rid of the armoire like we see it back where she first found it and then Mm -hmm. she just walks into her apartment and collapses and dies and i was like oh i just want maybe like an extra scene of her or even a montage of her freaking the fuck out yeah i could see that what if she turned into an armoire now that's (laughs) now that's a short film that is a short film but you might need a slightly bigger production budget (laughs) that's true they're gonna end up looking like a middle school version of beauty and the beast (laughs) (laughs) where's chip where i know from experience okay (laughs) oh to you sir oh absolutely (laughs) Uh, um okay can we talk about the sound design in this because one of the things that all of the comments talked about is the uncomfortableness of the the kind of like clicking of whatever we want to i mean he's the creature is credited as the unknown and is played by strange dave which i also love strange dave mm-hmm. i love him I don't know. uh that motherfucker is creepy and the introduction of him on top of the armoire just like doing a little finger stroke it's good it's good stuff yeah that sound design i'm i'm glad you brought it up that freaked me any any time like i just love a good sound design i'm sure mm-hmm. you do too yeah the finger tapping that got me i mean just that alone if it didn't if it didn't even show up i, I was already i was already scared yeah i i like how we started with the sound and 
there was like an implication of something happening like that first big scare where she hears the sound she's uncertain and then there's kind of a rush at her and she falls back into the chair but we don't see anything i thought was so effective because it's really it's just sound design and camera work 100 percent, 100 percent. I hate I hate a scary sound, but I love it. <laughs> I hate slash love a scary sound. Yeah, and we sh- we should give credit to Julian Schuler and Charles A. Wolschen. They are the sound people on this short, and they they do a lot of heavy lifting, which I think is smart. Like when you have a short, you can put this stuff in in post. So really, you just have to tell hannah barlow like okay react to this or this is what we're going to be doing and then they can amplify it in post i do wish that the sound sounded a little bit more diegetic like it definitely sounded like they put in it definitely sounded like they put it in after the fact but this is a a small quibble i bought it i bought that it was diegetic oh yeah yeah i i I did i I didn't until I actually saw the unknown doing it. And then I was like, okay, take it down a notch. Like, don't be a fucking asshole. Just watch the short and appreciate it. (laughs) No, maybe that is why. And I'm like thinking of it retroactively. Mm. Um, But yeah, I I don't know. I guess, I guess I didn't latch onto that really. It could also be because I was listening with headphones. So the sound Mm. seemed amplified. Whereas, you know, how sometimes if you're just watching it on your TV and you're six feet away, you think, oh, okay. Yeah, it sounds good. Yeah. And that is how, that is exactly what I did. So maybe it did sound a little bit different to the both of us. Oh my gosh. Now I feel like I'm going to have to start paying closer attention to when I'm watching things on my laptop with headphones on compared to when I'm on the couch watching something on my TV. Huh. Yeah, I don't know. And I have a sound bar too. <gasps> oh. I know. So things sound really good for you, is what you're saying. Yeah, and a subwoofer. Okay. Now you're just bragging about all the gorgeous, impressive things you have in your apartment. Stop it. Yeah, and it's like a seventy five inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> Dax, let me tell you, your privilege is showing right now. You're talking about your haunted armor and your subwoofer and your giant TV. I don't care for it, sir. <laughs> It took me two years to pay off. I'm allowed to brag now. (laughs) I'm just saying Emma's over here collecting furniture from the garbage dump. And you're over here bragging about your big screen TV. I know. Listen, once I moved on up out of my car, it's like I'm I'm privileged now. Like I'm going to buy that big ass TV. You know what? You fucking deserve it. Thank you so much. (laughs) I'm going to keep doing uh, irresponsible things like this. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, but, um, coming back to the short, did, what do you think about, I, so I personally am like a sucker for, um, that specific type of makeup. Do you have this mm. on your list to talk about? I don't, but I'm interested to see where you're going to go with it. So the specific type of makeup where like it's like a almost faceless person like mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. their entire body is like painted like like in dark dark like onyx black mm-hmm. like unnatural shade and it even when like I mean you can see it in this short film even when they are up close they don't look real yeah mm-hmm. I don't know have you ever seen the movie um, Antrim. Oh, that sounds familiar, but it's not ringing a bell. It's like a, like a haunted movie movie. 
Oh, okay. Okay. I really like it. It's it's pretty fucking scary, to be honest with you. Um, but they the demons in that look like this. Mm-hmm. That just gets me on another level. And it also kind of looked like, and I'm sure you you might have clocked this too. It kind of looked like the alien from Signs. Yes. Yeah. I definitely. Okay, so I, I'll address the makeup thing first because I very much agree with you. I love the kind of oil, slick, black, reflecting light kind of look of this creature. It's very evocative, but it still, as you said, works when we see it in close-up, like when it's behind her, as we all knew it would be. It still really worked because it looked unnatural, even in the dark. Yes. And then when it does the like hallway walkthrough... Like, I I enjoyed the part where she falls back into the chair for the first jump scare, but, and I I enjoyed it when it was on top of the armoire, but that walk really got me. And I did, I was like, this reminds me so much of something. And when you said signs, it was like a big, like, explosion, lights going on. Yes, that's exactly (laughs) what it was. Yeah, I think it has to be on purpose, right? Because even when you look at the walk, like, Mm -hmm. the arms and stuff, it looks the same. Yeah, it's such an unnatural, kind of unnervy, like, I I mean, I'm trying to do it right now, but of course nobody can see because it's an audio-only format, (laughs) but like like a a weird sachet, salad finger kind of arm, like, saunter. Yes. So creepy, so weird. And, I mean, I love a creature that has a strange walk, like one of the things that always really unnerved me was those dark castle films specifically house on haunted hill the 99 remake where things move fast slow so anytime a creature has a kind of weird gait or something that isn't quite normal it just really weirds me out big same (laughs) big same and i love that you referenced that because that's probably my root of liking that shit too (laughs) it's so freaky yeah it's just so freaky because you you see it and you're like no people don't move that way that's not how a human being moves so that's not a human being oh god what is that exactly it's like uncanny yes it's uncanny 100 percent. and again like this is this is an actor in makeup just doing like working on a walk clearly but you don't need pyrotechnics and you don't need cgi like it just works because of the way it's shot and this actor's movements exactly when when um he was on top of the armoire did you think of that i actually kind of think this whole movie is like that one scene in the conjuring Mm-hmm. yeah did, i think did it's, you think of that too i i it was another one of those things where I thought, okay, this reminds me of something. What is it? And then I saw, I think the second comment on Letterboxd was, mm, isn't this just a short that's on The Conjuring? And I'm like, bitch, Hollywood is comprised of people <laughs> just remaking and paying homage to other things. Like, yeah, sure. I I definitely think it's pulling off of that, but it's also being given its own unique spin and flavor. Exactly. Like, if we were going to be mad about that, Quentin Tarantino would not have a career. Sorry. Literally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry about it. But, uh, yeah, no, I I thought it was like that scene, but in a good way. Like, mm-hmm. I will watch that scene 500 times, and I will watch the short film probably 500 times, too. 
Why not? Well, I, I just think it's smart, right? Because when I see the armoire and like throughout the first part of the short, we're seeing doors opening, right? Or like little parts of the armoire moving. So you obviously think that whatever scary shit is about to happen, it's going to involve the doors opening and something being inside. And it's not. It's on top. And that's unexpected. And I like that. I like that too. Surprise me. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah. And the idea of something being on top is way scarier because it's got like this lurky perching height advantage and she's in a bed that's like a mattress on the floor so she's even more vulnerable yeah it's actually funny that you say that because um i was thinking like when we were talking about the creature like walking i was Mm -hmm. like and it's like tall too it is tall yeah like tall stuff (laughs) well you and i are both short so that makes sense i i am just i mean you must be much taller than me I mean, I am much taller than you, but I am comparatively (laughs) shorter than, like, even the average male. I'm, like, an inch shorter than the average. That is interesting. I thought you would be very tall. You have... No. You you look very tall. And I was recently told that I have very tall energy. Oh, interesting. I think it's a confidence thing, right? I guess. I didn't... I've never been told that before, and I was like, thank you, I think. (laughs) thank you i'm not really sure what to do with that but i will take it thank you i'll take any half compliment (laughs) full compliments only that's what we're that's what we're building up to it's 2022 we gotta embrace full compliments amen amen (laughs) but yeah no i was like that thing is i i I don't even know if it was tall but i was just like i know it will be too tall for me Mm -hmm. and that's what i don't like yeah well, and it looks like it has unnatural strength. Because even how is it getting up on top of that armor? For real. It ha- I mean, it looked like a gymnast. Right. It, it actually did. It made me wonder, especially after like having seen Malignant last year, and the number of times that uh, body contortionists or people who have like a ballet or a dance background get cast as creatures. I was like, hmm, okay. I'm- Dave, I'm wondering about you. Do you have this background? Dave, strange Dave, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, strange Dave. Oh my God, I love it. Can you imagine, like, your? I mean, I'm assuming his first name is not actually strange, but can you imagine if your, like, your name or the nickname that you had was, like, Strange Dax or something? I would love that. When I was in um, a band, like, one of my first bands that I was in, we all had, like, pseudonyms like that. Of course. And of course you would be in a band. Makes perfect sense. Too many, some would say. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the fleeting nature of stardom. (laughs) Please. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so maybe let's wrap this up by talking about the ending. Because I'm curious how you feel about what happens. Did you want more of a resolution? Did you want it to be extended like I did? Or were you kind of satisfied with it? Um... I'll be honest, like, when it first happened, I actually rewound it because I thought I missed something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it kind of seemed, like, um, disjointed to me, to be honest. Yeah, it's a little abrupt. And I can sympathize because I always feel like endings are the hardest thing to nail. So with this one, it feels like it could have gone in a couple of different directions. And i think this one is smart but yeah it just it feels like it's missing a beat or two like it it goes from nothing and we're building tension and scares are happening and then this creature 
two all of a sudden were dropping off the armor she's dead yeah and i guess i i guess like she's turning into one of the creatures is is that what we're getting from it see even now i'm like a little confused as to like yeah what the correlation is between the skin having like the weird like black stuff on it mm-hmm. yeah i took armor. i took it to just be that she was infected and human beings can't handle it yeah see it, to me i'm like infected with yeah blank. what <laughs> question mark Haunted question mark armor. <laughs> yeah <laughs> liquid juice from armor creature yum it's the ikea monster actually it's like you <laughs> must only have contemporary furniture yes if you pay for furniture less than this dollar figure you will die of black goo <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know um so i, I but it didn't bother me i'll say right. that like it uh-huh. didn't take anything away from me i was just like okay like a little abrupt but mm-hmm. sure yeah, I I actually even think I would have liked it if it had just been she walks into the apartment and you and the door closes and then you hear the thump as opposed to I I like the effect of watching the goo kind of coming out of the wounds and then of course we also get to see that the old man who originally dropped it off died of the same thing but in a way that left me with more questions and I kind of would have preferred to have just been like oh did she pass out is she dead like if you're going to not answer things, right. I would have preferred even more. No, I would have preferred even less closure. Yeah, I I like that proposed uh, ending that you were just saying. And then it would show, like, now you let it in. It doesn't matter if you get rid of the armoire because mm-hmm. now it's here. Yeah. Yeah, like, her having to live with that as an actress almost would have been more interesting. Like, let's see her go on auditions now. Yes, I like that. But I'm a sadist, so. Hey, me too. I got a whole podcast about it. (laughs) Well, that is a fantastically smooth transition. So, uh, Dax, if people want to chat with you about the armoire or your own haunted armoire, how would they get a hold of you? (laughs) Um, You can get a hold of me uh, probably mostly on Twitter, at Daxy Bobbin, which I'm sure we'll spell out in the show notes. Mm -hmm. And I also have a podcast about disturbing movies that most people don't want to watch and don't worry you don't have to watch them because Mm -hmm. we will describe them for you and kind of pick them apart talk about why they're disturbing and just kind of analyze the movie and it's called watched once never again and it's co-hosted by mary beth mcandrews Mm -hmm. yes it's delightful i love it thank you and if folks want to hear me, I can be reached at B Stole My Remote on Twitter and Instagram. And I also have a podcast, Horror Queers, and that is at Horror Queers, where we basically just talk about gay horror and or horror that has queer undertones and so on. And I love that podcast. Ah, see, this is why we do these together so that we can give <laughs> each other full 2022 compliments yes amen that's that's called a nope callback (laughs) we're great at this (laughs) well dax this has been absolutely lovely so glad to have talked about the armoire with you of course folks if you have listened up to this point and have not watched the short the link is in the show notes 
But uh, we will be back. Well, sorry. I will be back next week with a new short. I'm going to be watching Cookie with Jazz from Girl That's Scary. Ah, that sounds fun. I fucking love that podcast. Yes, and it's delightful. Uh, We're going to be talking about a shitty child, so I'm very excited to hear how Jazz responds to this new one. Me too. Me too. And thanks to the Anatomy of a Scream pod squad for their awesome Altar of Horror short series. Bye. (laughs) Bye. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.